This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast, Derek here. Eric here. How you doing? Good, better than Kanye West today. Yeah, so this is uh, the crumbling of Kanye West's celebrity in real time. It's sort of happening, uh, you know, his business empire that he had built, and it has lots and lots of tentacles in the fashion world, in the music world, in the academic world. Uh, And it's all sort of starting to crumble right before his very eyes. Let's go through what's happening right now. There are multiple things a day, every day, like it's... There really so are. much is happening. We don't have just one story. We're going to cover a Kanye a block of, of stories because it's all happening at once. First and foremost, uh, he made a little trip to Skechers. Uh, he went to the headquarters of Skechers in the wake of Adidas terminating his deal. So remember, Kanye West, the the sort of linchpin of his fashion empire is and his, his billions, his billionaire, his billionaire status is his uh, deal with Adidas, where he makes his famous Yeezy shoes and so forth. They manufacture them. It's been a massive, massive uh, success. Uh, uh, undeniable. For, for everybody involved. For everyone involved. Made Adidas a lot of money, made Kanye a lot of money, got him into that billionaire status. Well, they cut him off, so he goes to Skechers, and he has a camera crew with him, and I'm going to tell you yeah. why I think that's important and, and how you might read that. Okay. Um, so he's at Skechers' main office Monday morning, and he asks to see the CEO. And the CEO is a man, I forget his last name, but it's a Jewish surname. I, I believe it, is it Michael Greenberg? I think it's Greenberg, yes. Yeah. I think his last name is Greenberg, and he demands to speak with Michael Greenberg, uh, or whatever the guy's name is. Uh, he is denied, and they say the CEO is not going to come and talk to you and to leave the premises. There's not a f- sort of physical struggle, but he is no. escorted off the premises. He's not allowed to be there. You're, we're not going to take a meeting with you right now, obviously. His name is under assault, and for obvious reasons, the Skechers CEO is not going to meet yeah, with him. Yeah, lots of the, reasons. In the middle of this maelstrom. Uh, but uh, so Kanye West leaves, and there's sort of, you know, there's shots of him inside looking, sort of sitting in the waiting room. It's typical Kanye style to sort of ambush and say, like, I demand to speak with the most important person and here. And the thing is, he's, can't get he's been able to do that for decades now. Yes. And this is the first time we're kind of seeing he doesn't have that clout anymore yes the opposite like people are like absolutely i do not want to meet with you i want nothing to do with you and and it's i find it also interesting everyone used to pick up his phone calls right i mean course. he talks about the adidas ceo he talks about the gap ceo and he loves this he always likes to name drop his importance about like i was at a meeting with these leading lights of business and like these they're so fortunate figures. to get to meet with me yes this is a meeting of geniuses he thinks yeah. he's in the chamber of and like, the they greats. they don't want anything to do with him but something i find interesting about this you know of course the, the only reason you could assume he's at sketchers is to try and get them to do a new yeezy deal yes uh, because I've seen so many people online saying, well, you know, maybe Kanye's doing this all on purpose to get out of these deals because he wants to do it all himself, that he wants to manufacture and distribute his own shoes, his own line. He doesn't right. need these other people. Right. Well, this kind of makes it look like absolutely he needs other people. Yeah, it really does. I mean, look, Jay-Z is, is, is another huge business mogul who came from the, the, the sort of music world, first and foremost. He built an agency. Rockefeller is now like an agency, and it's a prominent force. He's got a roster of clients. Kanye sort of seems to want to sort of tout that I can go do this myself. I can buy a factory. I can run a business. But then he's running off to Skechers to, to sort of uh, figure out how to make his shoes. Uh, so maybe he'll start his own business. 
I think maybe there's another stunt at work here. So Kanye West is is sticking with this narrative that the the Jews uh, run the media and they've destroyed his life and 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 so forth. I think he went to Skechers to sort of have the door slammed in his face to prove this narrative in his mind. He because bringing the camera crew, I don't know if he expected to have the meeting or to expect it to show. See, this is what happens. This is what the yeah. Jews do to you. Look at this guy Greenberg and foster more hate. I've, or, I've seen or people sort of saying to, that. Like so many comments, people are like, "Well, this, all all these cancellations just prove his point." Yes, I'm like, but that makes no sense. If if I say you run things and then I insult you, especially given the history with anti-Semitism. Like, we're not that far removed from six million people being murdered over it. Yes. Then, for them, and, to, and people, for way, people to not want to associate with him, like, oh, you've said these hateful things, that doesn't prove him right. It doesn't. It, it proves him hateful. It just proves you hateful. <laughs> and these are businessmen. They You have a, you have a uh, sort of, business is a, about human relationships. That's what what's what business is. They don't want to work with you if you're fomenting yeah. hatred against their group. There That's are lots not... of non-Jewish CEOs also dropping Kanye and want nothing to do with him right now. It doesn't mean they control the media. It doesn't mean it means they don't want to work with you because you yeah. seem like a hate monger. And 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 to say this fulfills your, your narrative, this is not clever. It's also, you know, you pointed out that we're not that far from World War II and Hitler. He's using that playbook. That's what's so offensive is yeah. is Goebbels used to say the Jews ran the media. Hitler's scapegoated the Jews after World War One for all the problems economically that Germany was facing. What Kanye is doing is not profound, new, or interesting to people. It's old. It's hate-filled. We've done these arguments before, and that's why he's being isolated. He wants you, to say, like, I'm, I'm speaking truth to power. No, you're not. You're using the yeah. Nazi well, playbook. That's the thing. Just you know, we saw very recently in Los Angeles a group of actual, literal Nazis. Not, not throwing the word out. They are Nazis held up banners over an overpass in, in Los Angeles that said Kanye was right. Yes. If, you, if you're defending Kanye, ask yourself why you're agreeing with Nazis. Yeah. And literal, literal Nazis. That's People right. giving the Nazi salute. Like, why, why, if you're agreeing with them, maybe question your choices there. We, we, we say this expression, uh, you know, strange bedfellows. You've heard that expression. Like, yeah. you sort of, at some point, have to look around and say, who are my allies in this fight? And if the allies around you are the de most deplorable members of society, maybe you win astray at some point yeah. because Kanye wasn't always in bed with the most deplorable elements no, of society. He was he not. used to be a leader of the of the sort of progressive wing. He, when he, he got on television and said George W. Bush doesn't care about black people, he was a hero to me, to, to the, a lot of people, to a lot of communities he for was, saying something that a lot of people were afraid to say. Correct. And he does have a certain courage to him, but he has now perverted that courage. Now he thinks this is courageous. You know that, right? Kanye yeah. says, I'm saying something that is is verboten. The, the and, free and thinker only, thing. Exactly. Why, why is free thinking always hateful thinking? <laughs> That's... <laughs> It's very sad. I so let's, 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 let's. more Kanye follow. More Kanye. Tell us about uh, what's going on with Donda Academy, because this is a more interesting sort of gloss on this. But go on. Yeah, so, so Kanye has his Donda Academy, which has uh, about 100 students. It's a high school. Yeah, and it's, it's not accredited. Um, and, you know, it's, it, that, that is his free thinking thing. Of they, they teach parkour and, and like, social influencing and, and other things. Uh, the, the principal of the school, um, Jason Angel, sent out an email to the families saying there's no school tomorrow, there's no school for the rest of the semester. Uh, it said at the discretion of our founder, which yes. is Kanye, yes. that, the, uh, that, that they're closing. And they, the funny thing is they said that, you know, we're confident that uh, they'll we'll open in the fall. Right. Why would you send your kids back? Because now there are lots of uh, parents of 100 kids are scrambling to figure out what do I do with my kids for 
the rest of the year. That, that's that's the thing that makes me sort of very, very sad about Kanye West is the irresponsibility of 100 students. Now, it's okay to have this weird philosophy that goes around. Now, Peter Thiel has this where we shouldn't be teaching rote subjects, science and stuff. We should have a more open idea of what it is to succeed and teach parkour and all these kind of things. I'm actually okay with that. If that's your philosophy and you subscribe to it, okay. But you have now taken on the responsibility of young minds and, and young, you know, sort of futures at stake and it's so cavalier now That's, he's he's out there recklessly saying things that cast this school in a terrible light cast his own mother's name in a terrible yeah. light donda i don't know i don't know donda personally or or know all that much about her but i sense that she was a leveling force for kanye west she was definitely not the levels we're seeing right now but he, there, there were changes in his life after she passed sure. i think he's struggled with that ever since it happened which is sad uh, but, you know, Kanye's always, you know, mercurial and like can, he'll say one thing one day and then do something the next and yes. he changes his mind. And that's fine. He can do that. Many but, people But you can't that. do that with a school because now yes. it's not just affecting him or affecting his businesses. This is a hundred kids and their families and, and they're scrambling. all the employees there. Like, and and the, th- the thing I think is interesting that he, Kanye posted, he goes, uh, here's the clout you're looking for. My school is being shut down, sort of making himself the victim. Like, look what you did. Yes. The, the email from the principal says, at the discretion of our founder. Yes. So, no, Kanye, your school wasn't being shut down. You did it. It's, this was your decision. It's so strange to hear these, like, resentments. And he, he is painting himself as the ultimate victim. Even though he's a sort of billionaire and has all of this success, he's like, I'm a victim of the Jewish media. I'm a victim of being shut down by uh, censor and cancel culture. Yet, part of his political philosophy is black the black community needs to stop feeling like victims and needs to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. He sort of aligned himself with the but, hard right. So I don't know how he Kanye reconciles is, his victimhood. He, he is such a, a textbook narcissist. Yeah. I mean, anybody can see that. And the thing with narcissists, they are either the hero or the victim, but never the villain. Mm-hmm. Kanye is a genius. He's, you know, Picasso. He's Disney. He's, he's the greatest innovator of all time. Or nobody is more put upon than him. It's but, never... Right. Uh, you know what? Maybe I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Never, that's never happened in in decades of his. The fame. absence of moderation in their thought process yeah. is is so apparent, especially when he's on one of these runs. I mean, even when he's not, he's never sort of like just normal hunky dory like. Sort no, of it's always kind of extreme keel. one way or another. And that's but, fun, but wow, when it goes awry, when it goes awry, and it we're keeps in the middle going of awry. Uh, so he's back on Instagram. He's back on Instagram, uh, and. <laughs> He said, uh, yeah, I lost $2 billion in one day. Referring to the Adidas Yeah, team. and... Now, to be clear, he didn't lose $2 billion out of his bank account. No one went in and stole $2 billion. His net worth is a function of his partnerships and his business deals. It's all about the future earnings prospects. That's how Forbes you know, cranks out these numbers and says, this guy's worth this much. It's based on their stock holdings, and what that stock represents is future earnings. So when he loses that partnership, he loses all of that, and all he has is what's in his bank account. He has the net yeah. worth that you and I have now, which is... Oh, whatever. No, I don't think he well, has no, 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 not the same net worth. <laughs> I'm but pretty it's... sure his net worth's way nicer than Mind. But it's measured the same way ours is by looking just in his bank account. He probably has hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, you know, he's I'm not sure he does. He's not poor. He has a lot of cash. Of course not. He has lost all of his business empire, which hits your net worth. And, and that's the thing is, you know, for any, anything Kanye's ever done, you know, he's always been sort of controversial or, or whatever. He had th- that sort of reputation and that clout. And this is the first time we've ever seen he's losing that. Yes. For him to show up to Skechers and be turned away. And a lot of people are starting to see him as sort of, if not as a bad guy, as sort of a joke. Yes. He's becoming a meme. It's Which like, is the uh, worst thing that can happen to a narcissist. He, uh, he becomes uncool. He becomes uh, 
undervalued as a creative person, and I think those are the things that will hurt him a lot. And the money's res- money's money. And like you said, even if he loses two billion dollars or whatever, he's still very very he's wealthy. Fine. He's he's not going into the poorhouse. But, but you're right. Kanye's not somebody. I I don't know. I I, I play an armchair psychiatrist here, but. I, I don't think he's really driven by money for the sake of it. I don't either. I think he likes having all that money as as a reflection of, look how successful I am. Look how creative and smart he's I am. He's driven by influence and power. And ego. And ego. Those are, and when, those... when that goes away, that, that will hurt. So my question is, he brings the camera crew, and my sense is he gets rejected, but he then folds that into his narrative rather than taking it as a hit to his ego. So So I think when Skechers doesn't doesn't want to speak to him you and i say he's becoming a joke he's becoming a a pariah from society he says this is only proving my point and starts to lash out further the the problem with kanye is he's not taking any lessons from the 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 right lessons from going to sketchers and being turned away at the door he's taking the wrong lesson he's he's it's emboldening vindicating what he said vindicating him him. and the problem is he's not going to sink into depression and put his tail between his legs that's not kanye he's like donald trump i don't want to like sort of overstate there's a lot of there's a parallel in the narcissism, what they do is they lash out at, at the haters because the haters just don't get the genius. And, and like Trump, they have those supporters that will are ride or die with them no matter yes. what. There are so many people that are, are changing their way of thinking to match Kanye's because they can't conceive of a reason that he would be wrong. Right. But then again, you look around at your bedfellows at the end of the day, and it's not going to be the people you want to hang out with. He loved being with the Kim Kardashians and the glitz and the glamour. That's not those people. That's those cool. aren't the people that are going to go to your concerts now. Yeah. And that, he, it, I think his eyes will open at some point when he's opening to a sea of people that he doesn't really want to yeah, be around. Yeah, and, and so saying, again, you're t- to all the people that think, well, maybe he's right, you, you question why you believe what you believe and look at yeah. what the consequences are. I ask, like, you know, well, why do I think he's wrong? And again, to me, the things he's saying, as we said earlier— We've seen this play out in history before, and it yeah. led to six million people being murdered. Yeah. This goes nowhere good. It's very dangerous where and, it goes. And yeah. history's proven this. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right, let's move on to something. Uh, I, I, <laughs> the, the related, Kardashians always got to go from Kanye related. to the Kardashians. Somehow it's Kardashians. connected. Chloe maybe finally has learned her lesson with Tristan Thompson. Uh, I think there will be no more getting back together for them. It's actually maybe really, really, really done this time. So it's like the Taylor Swift song, "Never." Yeah, ever, we are never ever, ever getting, ever back, getting together. back together. All right, fine. So they were doing a screen. I don't believe it, by the way. But go no, on. No, I think this is it. Uh, they did a screening of an episode of the Kardashians, I guess, and and Chloe was there. And I guess when they were showing it, Tristan popped up on screen, and I had this to say: Hopefully, be able to expand our family one day, God willing. Liar! <laughs> I felt as if the whole theater was staring at me, like, and I was just like, "This is so awkward," because it's like, "What a crock of shit!" Like, what the. F- and I believed you, and I was listening to you, and I was receiving everything you said. But you're a liar! So he said, I want to expand the family. She screamed, liar, and mm-hmm. the audience laughed. And then on the confessional on the show, 
she realizes now, you know, he, he wanted to expand the family. And she says, I believed you, not knowing he was already expanding his other family right. with someone else. There's no coming back from that, I think. This, it, is, it, this is the one. It's curdled to anger. I think we, we've, we've passed denial. We're at anger. Uh, she is liar. I, I, I still think she has several stages to go as she, as she processes what's going yeah. on. The interesting thing is when a, a sort of a charmer who is duping women gets exposed and it does dawn on you, it's sort of the end of uh, Usual Suspects, the Kaiser Sose moment. Then <laughs> Spoiler. everything. Yes, sorry. <laughs> sorry, but when you notice everything starts to collapse all at once. And now every word you hear out of that guy's yeah. mouth is disgusting. And you realize it was all you realize a fraud. Yes. And that's the thing. You know, and she Chloe seems to be there. has always famously, people talk about her, like, taking her men back and being so forgiving. The most famous example of that is Lamar Odom. Yes. The difference is, and I think this is why Chloe, I think she still loves Lamar. Yeah. And there's a sadness because Correct. for all the things Lamar did and all the things he might have put her through, he was deeply in the throes of addiction. He, he, was, an, he was an addict, and yeah. it was sad. And she was concerned about his life. You I know, like she's like, I, I, you know, we can't be together, but I don't, I love you enough that I don't want you to be dead. Yes. There's not that with Tristan. Not, not saying that she wants him to be dead, but you know what I mean? It, no, there's a sense with Tristan. It seems like he deliberately he behaves like a sociopath. That, and, and we he find, charms her, and she falls for we it. We treat then, sociopaths as irredeemable. Those are people that you just shouldn't uh, sort of deal yeah. with. They are the true evils of society. Although, Query whether a sociopath is also suffering from some sort of mental ailment. That's not how we think of it. We think of yeah. serial killers, people who yeah. are able to sort of manipulate humans in that way. We don't have sympathy for. But addicts, we do. They're suffering from a disease. It's sort of a... That it, they would want to be better if they could. And yes. I think Chloe always tried that to there's help a good person but underneath with, with Tristan, it's like, you know, like on Peanuts when Lucy's got the football and Charlie runs and she yanks it away at the last yes. minute. Tristan's Lucy and Chloe's been Charlie Brown a long time. And yes. Maybe this time she's finally going to stop trying to kick that football because... Does it open the door for someone like Lamar? Because I always hear rumblings in the media of Lamar always says very positive things about Chloe. He does. He We've gotten that. him, and he's said yes. amazing things about her. And and I think she would probably say good things about him. Yes, but she wouldn't go back into no. Be, and it's not because she, she's a she's bad person. She's tried that so many times. Yeah. You can't you can't save somebody else if if they can't save themselves. Right. And what she if he were learned like that sober for five to ten years. There seems to be like a, a flickering light between those two. There was really it was really a lovely time for both of them. They were really in love, it seemed to me. And it then like he went it. down a very dark path, ends up in Vegas at the you know, the whorehouse and, and the whole thing. Yeah, it was ugly. Was, there was an ugly was really sort bad. of period, but maybe there's a flicker of something. I, it wouldn't surprise me if she was like, you know what, I've always loved Lamar and, and he's healthy now and let me fold him back into my life. It would be a shock. I'm not saying it's a high probability. But would but, it be a shock at this point with the Kardashians? Kind of nothing shocks me anymore. Yeah. If it suits the if it's suits the ratings. She could wind up having another baby with Tristan. I'd be yes. like, well, I'm not that... <laughs> <laughs> Their life is a choose-your-own-adventure based on television ratings. It's just like exactly. it, it almost seems that the viewers voted for Lamar we'd see it happen. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah. let's move on to another uh, big, big piece of news. This is business news. Elon Musk uh, has now, uh, you know, formally announced that I'm closing this deal with Twitter. I'm going to buy it for forty four billion dollars. Right. Remember, he offered to buy it uh, for fifty four twenty a share, which is his version of a joke on the Internet. He always yeah. puts four twenty in it. So fifty four twenty. It's wildly overpaying for Twitter. Even Elon Musk acknowledges that. That's why I tried to get out of the deal. It got even worse when the economy collapsed and the, the share price. Of course. Dropped even more. There was a lawsuit and so forth. But they've come to an agreement that he's going to buy the company. Uh, and he uh, tweeted about it to explain his reasoning. 
behind buying the deal, uh, behind buying the company. And here's what he had to say. He said, there's currently a great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide in our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe that is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. So he always said, I want to attack the spam bots. I want to open up as a public forum. Twitter should be a public open forum and they are canceling too many people and kicking them off the platform and that's further dividing the country because we're not talking to to an extent what do you think of that? i agree with him i do too. I, I do think that, obviously you look at any social media it's very polarized people are constantly attacking each other and he is true like a lot of media you know how many times do you see a story that's you know outrage over this or outrage over that outrage on twitter could be 15 people yep but then that gets so amplified because people will click on that yes. because then they are outraged by the outrage and it just it fuels itself. And it, it, he's right about that. Uh, and we retreat into our silos where other people agree with us and we don't talk to the other side. Sure. Yes. We are, we're all guilty of that one way or the other. Sure. Um, one thing, though, you know, Elon goes on to say that he thinks that, you know, by lifting all these kind of restrictions and things that people can. Letting you know, Donald Trump back on. That anybody can, like, disseminate the news without media bias and. That sounds good. Yes. You're giving people a lot of credit because people, uh, both sides, I will be fair and say both sides, post a lot of things that you're just like, well, that's not true. Like, you can, yeah. it's very easily proven that what you're posting is not true. Yes. A quick Google search will reveal to you, or look at the source of what you're posting. Yes. You know? if it's, Does you know, the right have a sense, though, that we are... So both sides, you say, are, are posting ab absurd things, but they feel under assault. They feel like the people being excluded from the platform are their tribe, the the the, the far right. And he is, I, I think, it, signaling that he's going to open that all up. He's saying you you it does feel at least disproportionately that the right is being kicked off the platform. So, so when I let everyone back in, what I'm really letting in is the right that's been kicked Basically. off by Twitter. Now. He doesn't say it's going to be a sort of there won't be a transition where it's really rocky. It's going to be an ugly place. Is my is my sense when you let all those horribles back onto the, the platform? Because the thing you got to remember be before people started getting kicked off Twitter and banned and whatever just a couple of years ago, it was awful. Yes. Not that it's great now. Yes. But I think and maybe this is going to I don't know how this will help Elon trying to be profitable with Twitter. It is kind of a, a dying platform yeah. because people who aren't extreme are just so put off of it. Yes. Either way, like you just see it. Even even sometimes, you know, people I agree with, I'll see them post things and I'm like, this is so extreme and insane. Is it I, bad? I don't even want to interact with it anymore. Is it bad for Twitter to be sort of like this extreme place? Like, do you, I guess I don't see Twitter as needing to be this level, like uh, sort of exchange of ideas. No, That's it's not, not what that. Twitter has ever been. It's it's a it's 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 condensed sort of thoughts uh, that are intended to be provocative because you're you're forced to sort of condense complicated ideas that deserve paragraphs and books into a soundbite. That's what. Twitter is. It, it is a limited and, and number of And the more outrageous the soundbite, the more people will hear the it. The more people will hear it. The so more you'll see it, the more it'll get retweeted. He wants it to be raucous, and he thinks like the marketplace of ideas should be a raucous place, and it's not for the thin-skinned, and maybe it will exist. I think fewer people will like it. I think it will be a public marketplace for ideas, but because it'll be such a an eyesore not, and not so all those raucous, ideas fewer, need people, to be well, fewer people will use it, maybe, then. Right? And uh, is that and okay? I mean, that's what we're seeing. Fewer people are using it. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I saw a study once, this was years ago, it's probably even worse now, that, like, I forget, like, what, like, 10% or something of, of U.S. adults use Twitter, and then, like, 10% of that 10% creates, like, 90% of the content. Yes. So, you actually have not that many people really getting their, their ideas out there, and, and you know, anytime I open Twitter, 
I see the same five or six people over and over and over. Yes. And if I don't know if that's just the algorithms or it's just those are the only people using it anymore. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, look, he's 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 a guy who has built many companies. Twitter's in a in a tough place financially. No one would dispute that. That's what their own, you know, sort of financial records show. That's why they're happy to sell it. So, you know, people are investing. He's going to shake things up. I mean, that's what he does. He's a he's a visionary. Whether it'll work, I have a lot of doubts and a lot of the 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 um even the economic community says like, "Wow, you're really overpaying. This this business will never make a lot of money even if you do all of these things." But we'll see. But, it is but maybe it is that curious. is why because he he is a a, a business man like i said maybe opening it back up allowing more of the more extreme things in will keep it going yeah even keep if it it's a smaller audience it'll be a more intense audience yes we'll keep it floating because like i said if people just agree with each other it's boring it's boring that doesn't get clicks it's and, boring and that's ideal for our society but it's bad for business and elon musk is a businessman so that's right that's how right. much does he really mean what he's saying yeah we'll see we'll know. see and and you know one more thing though he doesn't see, he's already the richest man in the world he seems to have like sort of values that he wants to put out there but he also is a capitalist, right? He wants to make money. You don't want to lose $50 billion. That's why he went to court over Twitter in the first place, because he said it's not worth what I'm paying for it. Correct. It's about business. Correct. All right, uh, last story. Something unrelated to all of that. Matthew Perry. So uh, Matthew Perry, he has a new memoir out. He was talking with Diane Sawyer. He's in the news again. He was obviously Chandler, very famous from from the show Friends. Um, he's battled uh, addiction for yes. years and, and sort of been one of these figures in pop culture that have been sort of a sad uh, sort of decline after a period of greatness. And I think people have always rooted for him because everybody, yes. like you said earlier about Lamar, like, you know, with addicts, you want to see them get better. And especially because yes. we everybody love Chandler. Yes. But he, he took it a bridge too far. He... he yeah. Made some people angry. Made some people angry. Made a, made a sort of comment in his book. Here was the comment. He said, the terrible thing uh, is that we are losing all these leading lights. He says, why is it that original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die? Obviously pointing to the fact that they died from drug addictions. But Keanu Reeves still walks among us. Now, the <laughs> it, it always seemed to be the really talented guys who go down. So everyone said... Well, geez, what a pot shot at Keanu Reeves. And then he Reeves. did it again later in the book, talking about yes. Chris Farley. He talked about Chris Farley's death, and then he goes, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us. Correct. And now he's saying, like, I chose a random name. So this is his apology. I'm I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. I just chose a random name. My mistake. I apologize. False. He says, I, I should have used like my own name instead. False. I don't like these <laughs> apologies. And I'll tell you why. This is not a random name. To it's not. People like Eric and I, Keanu Reeves of the late 80s and early 90s. And Matthew Perry's older than either one of us. Correct. He's, he's in his 50s. Yes. And... Keanu was a stand-in for, like, whoa, acting, yeah, not I, real acting. I don't think this really was an attack on Keanu Reeves necessarily. I, I don't think he has any issues with Keanu Reeves. He's a placeholder for an idea. And everybody likes him. He's a really genuinely pretty good guy. Correct. The thing is— And actually a capable actor in his own way. Oh, sure. He's got some amazing performances. But, but early but in his of career. Matthew Perry's sort of, when he was coming up, it was Bill and Ted. Yes. And— um, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Whoa, acting like yeah. not point real break. acting. Point and, Break. And Keanu Reeves was surfer acting. People still liked him. Yes, and he was successful. But Very as handsome. an actor, he was considered kind of a joke. Yes, back then and in and, and that era of River Phoenix, you know, and and uh, and Heath Ledger. Who were like these, you know, really respected actors. Interestingly, River Phoenix in a movie with Keanu Reeves, my private, yeah. my own private Idaho. Uh, so but I, I think Matthew River Perry Phoenix was, was seen as the like brooding Leo DiCaprio of his age. You know, yeah. So yes. I, th I think Matthew Perry was was dusting off kind of a dated joke. Yes. And then by referencing it again, it was just a callback to the joke. Correct. 
and but it is not a random name. It is not a random name. That. He, I, I thought he should have said, look, Keanu has had a wonderful career. Obviously, what he's done with John Wick and these recent performances is a far cry from his early ditzy days in acting. Because even Keanu has a sense of humor about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure yeah. and Point Break and what he was doing in those roles. It wasn't serious Even though also acting. those are kind of awesome movies. They're so. all iconic. So he was Speed, doing something like, genius. Speed. Yeah. Uh, but but he, was, he was referencing something that was kind of a he, hacky he, he was making sort of an joke. old man, yeah, yeah. And it was a dated joke that I think a lot of people didn't even get that it used to be a joke. Because yes. we live in the era where, yeah, he, there's, so many of his movies are so kind of beloved. You yes. know, and he's respected as an actor to some extent. And and people just love him. Yes. So it seems like he's like punching down at the nice guy. It does seem that way. And I don't think he meant it that way. I think he was just like, oh, Keanu Reeves was like the, the go-to punchline. Like back in the 90s, Brad Pitt was the go-to handsome guy. Correct. It's just certain people were certain things. Yes. And so this is also emblematic of all of our broader discussion. This is what I sort of hate about where the world is, that Matthew... Perry, who writes a stupid joke that doesn't land, has to issue a formal apology to Keanu Reeves, who probably doesn't even want the apology because understood the joke. Keanu Reeves, well, he definitely remembers that point in his career. Why do we live in this world, though, where Matthew Perry has to explain the Keanu Reeves joke and has to apologize for it? It was almost thirty years ago. People don't know that joke anymore. Do you? Are you happy that he said it's a random name? He should not have said it's a random name. He should have said, you know what? I was, I was just. Playing off of an old joke stereotype. Yeah, didn't land. It sorry. Didn't land. I'm sorry. It was it was a bad joke. Sorry, Keanu. You're a nice guy. Yeah. Anyway, I just I just I look at this stuff and I'm like, it makes me even more sad. Like, let's let Matthew Perry write his silly memoir and make his bad fit, fit guys in their. It's 50 a Chandler joke. joke. Is what it's it is. It's a Chandler joke. Watch that show. A lot of it is cringe these days. It's a lot of gay panic. Friends should have been called gay panic because <laughs> yeah. the whole the whole premise of his characters and Chandler Joey's was always terrified. A, People thought he was gay. Yeah, and, it's a lot yeah. of gay panic. And look, the show is a it's an artifact. Of the 90s that, that yeah. was considered very very funny and one of the most popular shows and now it's like some of the jokes are a little cringy that happens with all television yeah all right uh that'll do it for us today we'll uh see you guys tomorrow